What it is? It been done. Been done my true game, my shoe game. What? What? Can't touch that shit. Bitch, that how about fuck me? Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Oh shit. Now fuck that bitch. Jordans, Asics, New Balance. The fuck was that? Shoe game. Oh, your shoe game about that shit? Shoe game. What you want to do? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. We are back once again here in the basement of Beltsville. The Doc Comedy family is back again to bring you some of that old-fashioned comedy that you know and love. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. And as always in the basement, I am joined by my brothers in life, my hetero life partners. No, wait, that's Jesse is Joey's hetero life partner. Joey LaFaro, say what's up to the people. Oh, God, everybody. And we got Blue. Blue's in the building. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we have a special guest in the building today. Thank you. To all of you in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia, New Jersey, Philadelphia, New York, Massachusetts, Maine, Maine, from San Francisco himself, the one... The only Our uncle in comedy Mr. Grayson Scott Say what's up to the people What's up to the people Oh my goodness, oh my goodness We're going to have some fun today folks Because I am DJ Marcus And I bring you the funniest podcast on the internet Because we here at Die Comedy Want to give you nothing but the best And last week last week we had a uh, challenge out to the people We did we had a challenge. We told the people, hey, if you love this show, you need to send us emails and ask us what's going on in our world so that we can know that you're really feeling us and we want to want to keep because we want to keep giving this out to the people. We want to get us out to the people. This is a this is a, that, this is a free podcast. That network president really needed to know that we have listeners. Yes, he needed he needed to figure out exactly what was going on on the Dot Comedy podcast because he keeps calling me and I don't like picking up those phone calls. They're like bill collectors when they call you because they're always like, "Well, where are your numbers at?" Fuck you, guy. You know, stupid automated voicemail. <laughs> oh man, I hate so, it when you get like the, the you get the automated call and then you're like, "Okay, I'm here." <laughs> Can I talk to you? <laughs> and she's a recording. You're like, what the shit is this? <laughs> Fuck those calls. I don't pick them up. Anything that comes from an 866 number, I don't pick up because that means I owe you money. <laughs> I ain't got time to talk to you if I owe you money. How quickly can you Google a phone number now and find out who's calling you? It's like, <laughs> I get fast. the 866, I'm immediately like on Google, like, which bill collector is this? <laughs> oh, that's Verizon. No, 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 no. I was like, nah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, let's look at the emails this week. What, what what email we get here? We got we got one here from, looks like you got it from Steve. Where's Steve from? I think he's from Wisconsin. Steve in Wisconsin. He had a Steve very interesting Wisconsin. question to the Dot Comedy family. He says, hey, Dot Comedy family, what's the deal with Blue? Is he gay or is that just playful ribbing? Well, we here at the Dot Comedy Podcast would like to <laughs> inform you all and inform the world that yes, indeed, Blue is not, not gay. <laughs> Blue is not gay. 
but we think he has a lot of homosexual we tendencies. Can't be sure. Well, I, I think we discussed it earlier, and I think that the fact is that Blue is actually hermaphrodite. <laughs> so it, it's okay that that he has feelings because he can. It's really like falling off. It doesn't matter what side of the fence he falls off on. He's going <laughs> to land in something that is the opposite of him. Yeah, pretty much. That totally explains your C-section scar. <laughs> no, not a hermaphrodite either. <laughs> Here's, here's the one the thing. The C-section blue. scar is from when it was an emergency C-section. I had the scar right here. <laughs> you know what a C-section is? Yes. You can't have a C-section as a man. No, because um, the scar is from when the I think doctor it's cut me. I think it's important it an emergency. That, that we noticed that blue was pointing, <laughs> pointing the to the side. right side of his body. Yes. At this point, so a so C-section scar. So the C-section scar was from when you were born. Yes. You came out on your side. <laughs> I was. What the I hell? was born. Can you imagine what he the did to his I was mom? born breached. Um, that is not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was born breached, holding on to the lungs, trying to stay inside that vagina forever. Huh? That was the last time you'd see one. Something <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, because the gays have all told us they were born this way. So he just wanted to make sure he told the world on his way out, yeah. "I'm not leaving the vagina. I'm not. This is my vagina. He's trying to make time, in it. This is the last time I get to see one of those for free. You're trying to make like a dick and head in. No, it was it, no. <laughs> The, it was an emergency C-section, and the doctor accidentally nicked me when opening up my mother. No, I meant your C-section scar, oh, the, the one you have down that's here. That's a hernia scar. It's a large hernia scar from when I was like six months old. I had a double hernia when I was six months old. What the fuck do you have a hernia as a baby? I don't know. I was fucked up as a child. You had hernia so you were a drunk baby. You tried to <laughs> something you should have. Yes. Gave yourself a hernia. I had a double I think this hernia is a and a. Subject. Like, this is. let's just go over our blue scars, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do the physical ones first, and then over the next two weeks we'll explore the mental. Yeah, ones. The, 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 the mental those ones, are the ones that are the deep ones. The ones that, is a, that is a whole podcast. That's a whole podcast. Well, yeah. you know, we have more emails. We let's got see. more emails to read. So far, there's interest. So, there's interest. so let's know. see what's, what's, what's the next one. So, oh god, it's 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 titled "What's the Origin?" I didn't understand it at first. And uh, the email comes from, is that Sam in New York? Sam in New York. Sam in New York, he says, what's up, mofos? Actually, it says, what it do. Oh, what it do, mofos. See, I can't read without my glasses because DJ Marcus does wear glasses, and he's sitting very far away from the computer screen at the moment. But it says, what it do, mofos. What's the origin of big butt crack blue? Now, actually, it doesn't it, say blue. It doesn't say blue. It doesn't say blue. Does I think it? they just want to know where the big butt cracks. And not even say the right butt. It's B U T. Yeah, <laughs> big butt. I never oh. said our audience were the smartest people in the world, but I did. Say, I did tell them to send us emails. <laughs> I think it's ironic that that he did say that, and he wasn't even close, and nobody questioned that it was about blue. <laughs> I think, I think everybody's just like, well, of course, sure. Well, the the origin of Big Butt Crack Blue comes from every Wednesday night at Union Checks. Blue has it's the, the tendency. Fact that I, it's the fact that I don't have well-fitting pants. No, you don't have well-fitting shirts. Your shirts came down long enough. It wouldn't matter what position you were in. They'd cover it. Blue has the tendency to wear... Wear midriff shirts. It, it's it's and the fact that my jeans. it's 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 the fact that my shirts the shrink in the laundry. Stop wearing crop tops. <laughs> my shirts shrink in the laundry, and I only maybe get like one or two so wears out of a shirt. Mine. Wait, yeah, but wait, you don't, don't have everyone's, but you that's why you, you buy them have, a size larger. Yes, to I buy the shrinkage. Yes, Did you I say do. Your shirts, you only get to wear them twice. <laughs> 
before is that they, what like, you just said? Before they like shrink to like what? <laughs> this is a four X. That is not a four X. Yeah, it what is. Are, what that are, is a 4X toddler. That is not a 4X This is a, I bought a four, this is a 4X shirt. Do you have that gnomes in your dryer? If they, if they, I have an industrial dryer in my building. Why do you have an industrial dryer? Why? Because they put in industrial dryers in my building. That's a white privilege again. Okay. <laughs> because all, my building is... If you get any bigger, your shirt size is just going to be damn. <laughs> no. I wear it. I mean, I wear it 2X. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this was bought as a 4X... And it shrank to a 2X. I wanted to buy a 3X, but they didn't have them. So I'm like, you know what? I'll buy the 4X. It'll shrink. What does that shirt say? It's a Foo Fighters t-shirt. Oh, you went to see the concert. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because you're a hipster doofus, too. I keep forgetting you have white privilege, you're a hipster doofus, and you're big. You wore it to the concert, too. You're that (laughs) guy. No, actually, I didn't. I wore... It was the 4th of July show. I wore... I think it was a... Well, like a, a red, white, and blue yeah, shirt. Yeah, I did. I wore a red, white, yeah, blue shirt. you're a homer, too. You're a weirdo. I love you because you're everything you, I hate. You all wore a polyester <laughs> American flag shirt. <laughs> no, I didn't wear an American. No, that, I, you know what I wore? I wore my Washington Capitals shirt. Oh. And being that he wears a 4X, he actually had to use the flag they hoisted up above Baltimore. It was a toga. I think the reason why you only get two uses out of your shirts is because you're just pulling down the, the, the uh, curtains from your room. <laughs> just wrapping around. Eventually, no, you got to put it, it back the, on. The, it, it's oh, the fact that a, my shirts shrink so much in this damn laundry machine. He can use an American <laughs> flag and make a toga, and then they could be the name of your band that no one listens to. But he could, he could also wear an American flag upside down because that is Shows the distress. sign of distress. <laughs> right. So that flag would then be in distress because it would be around your large ass. But okay. that's the last email we got for this week. Folks, keep sending us your emails because we love hearing from you. We love the Dot Comedy family. <laughs> and we have children singing in the background because this is the Dot Comedy daycare after all. But we're going to head into some fun <laughs> stuff that happened this week. Uh, at Union Jackson Bethesda right on St. Elmo Street every Wednesday night you can find us the Dot Comedy family at Union Jackson we're putting on comedy shows we're having fun we're having musical guests we're doing everything we can to make your lives a little funnier because our lives are just that fun so Joey what happened this week what, We were, I was there yeah you were there for a change yeah that, that changed up you every so often I don't get a chance to be there <laughs> um yeah, so uh, we had uh, Jesse took the week off. So we had BJ Butler, our, our longtime friend. Beast. He's a beast. Came back. He's an absolute monster. Um, we did New York. We did uh, Broadway Comedy Club this weekend together. Yep. And then he came down and was our host on Wednesday. And uh, we actually were pretty fortunate. We had a family or a couple that had showed up just to read write a book together. I don't know what they were doing. They were there for hours before. Yeah, they were there we for were a minute. Up. And then they got hooked. They stayed until like. 11 o'clock and they would be there since like 7 when we got there Wow! and they just stayed for the show and I, I, you, you, that's how you you know that's how you know you're doing doing okay if you're building an audience of people who had got completely blindsided because normally that's not how it goes no yeah. not at all normally we'd, we'd expect the first group that was there to leave immediately once we put that banner up it says comedy yeah <laughs> Because that's what happens most weeks where they'll just go, oh, <laughs> shit, people thinking they're funny. Let's get the fuck out of here. 
but it, but they stayed. They had fun. Uh, we had uh, those two girls that were at our original spot in North Bethesda, known as the infamous Splash Lounge. I only knew there was one of them. I didn't know there were like twins. That was yeah, really... they, were, they were twins, and Blue sat next oh, to them. They've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I haven't come, seen both of them there at the same time before, so I felt really. So it was lucky. just one person. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, they multiplied. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they came and they sat in the back. They sat next to the DJ booth, and Blue ignored them the entire night, <laughs> even though they were very attractive women. Who, if I had my druthers and I wasn't DJing all night, and I had to look down at boards and look. I was actually the clock. Wa- I was busy watching the freaking monitor that I was supposed to be watching. Mm-hmm. That's just sad. <laughs> it, it is. They sat right on his shoulder, like the, uh, like as close as me and Joey are. Uh-huh. They were closer. Wow. Me and Joey are me for all of our, for our dot comedy audience. Me and Joey sit on a couch in the dot comedy studios because we want to be comfortable when we're on the show. So there is enough space between me and Joey for another eh, average to large male. Yeah, you could say that. It's weird you're thinking about that, but go ahead. <laughs> the space between Blue and those girls was as big as my tablet, lengthwise. Uh, <laughs> right. Not really. And Blue Blue could have easily reached his arm across, grabbed her boob, and turned back the other way and been just as happy, and neither, neither one of them would have noticed. Yeah, but, but Blue did nothing. Lose hot audience members that stay for our whole show. And <laughs> we don't want that. Blue, you need to. You need Good to job, start, Blue. Need to start harassing yeah, I, I, women. I, no, I, I so, sort of. So, I want people to actually stay for the show and not leave and or press charges. No. <laughs> the bottom line is we're we're appreciative and disappointed in you. All we're, at the same. Time. All at the same time. Grayson, where were you on Wednesday? I actually. Uh, you don't have an excuse. I have, do you? <laughs> it's really sad. Uh, I have a real boring story to tell you, but I I was actually doing homework. No. Oh. And he signed up online, which makes it even I worse. I, I, I had to do homework and ended up running late. And then I uh, met with a friend. And then uh, um, I saw people afterwards. I was I, I walked her back to the uh, subway. And I, and I was walking back and I was like, oh, crap, it's Wednesday. <laughs> I totally <laughs> and I looked over there and it was, it was a little too late. Yeah, it was clo- closing when, time. When Cameron leaves, you know that everybody That's the else end is of the Actually, night. he was early. Was he? He showed up early. He showed up for Comic Call. I was doing... I, so, I, so you guys don't know this, but I'm actually going back for my master's in psychology. Nice. Oh, wow. So I, I had I had uh, some studying to do. Dr. Was, Scott. So based on yeah. his behavior. The great Scott. The, the great Scott. Do you <laughs> right. think it's a sign that he's changed his ways or is it just a momentary Who's this? Cameron? Cameron I think he's actually I uh, I think he's actually doing really well he's he really helped me out well. at, at my spot on Friday and was there and he was uh, I really appreciate Cameron and he's gotten a lot I mean like when I first saw him year over plus year ago uh, you know he was he was doing his thing, but now he's 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 really oh, funny. He's, oh, he's always been really really funny. funny. He's been great. Um, it's just a matter of him getting to the venue. Yeah, <laughs> if he gets to the venue, he's the funniest guy there, dude. He's he's as long as he shows up for the, for a year plus. Every time I see him, he, he's one of the funniest guys there. So oh, yeah. yeah, well yeah, he's good. He's been our headliner because he was always the last one there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but we're glad to see him. Him, uh, we're glad to see him uh, get there, get a chance to perform in front of. The full audience for once, because like those yeah. are you know that's we, we like to be able to make sure that we can match talent to an audience because that's how that's how we grow that's how grow everybody that's how the, grows that's how that grow that's how that but audience grows and that's how the comp can you mention your spot on themselves. Friday you want to tell the audience where that is yeah we got a uh, spot on Friday uh, also in Bethesda Smoke Barbecue it's a little different um, it's 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 definitely more of a workout room so it's a smaller room so if we get 
10, 15 people there. It's a packed house. Just comedians pumping iron. Yes. You want to watch so funny it's a, shit. It's a bunch of comics just working their stuff out. And so it's a unique thing because it's almost like you get a behind the behind the scenes glimpse at comics working stuff out. Yeah, definitely. And so what we do is we do the normal show. And then uh, um, uh, after the normal show, what we do is we do a speed round where we give everybody two minutes. And then everybody goes up two, three times and we go in a circle and everybody gets to go. And the reason why that's important is because when you're auditioning for a TV show, show or you're auditioning for uh if you want to be a regular in a comedy club you only get a minute you only get two minutes you know so you have to work you get your five minute sets that are that are normal but you also have to work on your one minute your two minute set so that's, so that's if you want to watch a contest to see which out of shape human can lift with their back <laughs> instead of their knees the fastest that is that is the crossfit of barbecue. comedy at smoke barbecue it is it's it's <laughs> it's a working room and so uh yeah it's it's a great spot we're there every friday all right excellent food too by the way yeah you like barbecue because you're weird and you're fat too what the f yeah <laughs> boom roast it i can't roast blue i can't bro i can't roast blue every week i gotta talk about you too but folks we're What's gonna take weird it about it would take barbecue it would take at least a month to roast blue <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine blue on that spigot just on a slow pit. <laughs> first of all no one would want to eat because just ew. <laughs> it, it's it but it's just just, just the, be too greasy the fat dripping off in the fire and blue just spinning around slowly that fat would, would cause a brush fire oh my goodness oh my goodness but a, folks we're gonna take a quick break we'll be back in a moment on the dot comedy podcast dot comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics showcases and the infamous roast, roast battles featuring some of the dmv's funniest comments visit us on the web at dot comedy us meet the crew Check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy, www.dotcomedy.us. I'm getting weird looks from uh, Joey LaFaro. Is this like the black version of Flash Gordon? No. Or Flash Thompson? This is Swope. <laughs> By etc. and etc. and etc. Look it up on Spotify. <laughs> no. <laughs> Flash Thompson. What was that? This is what this is what this is the music you listen to when you're doing a lot of uh, illicit drugs and there's a lot of white women with glow sticks. I'm pretty happy right now because the ecstasy is just kicking in. So this oh, is yeah. just I'm I'm, I'm vibing with you. Now. You can uh, feel the music when you work when you're taking those drugs. The music it's all in color now. <laughs> <laughs> the color of the music. All this colored music is blue in color. Oh. Blue will never be colored. <laughs> if, no. he can, if he can, if he can make it happen, he will never be colored. Blue's the color of Jew. <laughs> Green. All right, oh, folks. So we are what? back <laughs> here at the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host DJ Marcus, joined in the basement in Beltsville by my boy Joey Lafaro. Hello. Big Butt Crack Blue. Hey, what's going on? And Grayson Scott. Hi. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of Grayson Scott, Grayson is Grayson is one of our our friends in comedy. He he's been supportive of the dot comedy movement. world, as it were. He's More movement, he's, yeah, the movement because we are we are starting a movement of power where we will take over the comedy industry and we will make it our yeah. own. Because what yeah. we're going to end up doing we'll is we're going to submit. 
hot. Can I, I was cheering hat? you on like you're a preacher. <laughs> yeah. Well, come on now. Preach it, Mark. Dancing on top of the screens. Mm, yeah. Dancing in the street naked women. Mm. Mm-hmm. Got that dot comedy. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! I love, it. I love, it. I love that. That that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Grace and Scott, <laughs> preacher Grace and Scott is always good. Well. We're gonna we're gonna talk to Grace and Scott a little bit. We're gonna, we're gonna get into the mind of Grace and Scott because Grace and Scott has been around the world and back. He is one. He is one of our favorite comedians, and I'm sure you've seen his name on some poster somewhere. You've been <laughs> in these eastern or western United States. Yes, because Grace and Scott is is, is a major guy. And uh, Grace and so so just tell us a little bit about you you. Um, you started in San Francisco doing comedy? Started in San Francisco doing comedy. Um, and Blue's looking at me in that extra special thing when he found out San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blue. No, it's not happening. It's not happening, man. Uh, yeah, I started out in San Francisco. It's actually, I started doing comedy uh, because I was in a horrible marriage. And so I would sneak out at night <laughs> and go out and do a set and in a couple of places. And it was basically how I ripped on my wife. Oh, at the time, yeah, nice. I, like, like good. one of my jokes was, uh, "I have a beautiful wife." If you can overlook the horns, right? <laughs> and, you know, it's just stuff like that. It was just a total passive aggressive, because my my ex wife was black and she would cut me. You know what I mean? She, I, like you don't literally cut. Like you. you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Mm-mm, I'm not bringing that up. I've so got a, I've I, got a baby mama and a mother. Do you all cut me? Oh my goodness! Not the not the. You need to feel something kind of cut. It was the you gonna feel this kind of cut. <laughs> no, it's like don't go to sleep kind of cut. Yeah. Like like are you sleepy? It's okay, a, it's a you thought Lorena Bobbitt was bad. Oh, Wake up goodness. without your without your without your whole stomach. But you ever notice black like black women? They don't go total crazy like that like no. they don't you don't hear of a black woman chopping off a dick and throwing it out 280 in their sunroof no of course it's always not. white women white women white women think because because the, the thing is white women believe bottle, right. that, that is that is the the end-all be-all yeah. no to no, men yeah. continuous pain is worse i, I think because if you chop my dick off there's a lot of medicine now where i can get it back on or they can make a new one they do have penis transplants yes now. That's the thing. oh do they yes yeah. they do because i would like like a 26 year old puerto rican's dick that would be amazing <laughs> you know it's just like you'd pull that in your pants like didn't see that coming i thought hello look at this this is roberto i call him roberto i just would have thought it would have been black i thought that was going to be the one to go with puerto rican black puerto rican black it's kind of the same thing kind of the same thing we, we, oh for you like, like a like a i see i don't see colors i just think for a black i don't see every i don't see i just think everybody's white okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness just think about that for a little bit Marcus. That's, that's, <laughs> i don't see colors i just see shades of gray I, you want to know something really funny the first joke so i started out in uh san francisco and then i quit when when my uh, um I got a divorce. There was really no need to do it anymore. Uh, so when I got back into D.C., I, I, I was thinking about it, so I decided to do it. So the first set that I did in D.C. like a year and a half ago was um, the first the first comic that I ever saw in D.C. was this this really white, privileged girl gets up there, like Georgetown University freshman. Sounds about right. And she gets up and she does. This is the first joke I heard in D.C. I never got it. She's like, hi, everybody. I just want to tell you. I hate all white people. She's white, by the way. And I think all white people should be killed. Right? <laughs> and then she ended with, but I'm not a racist. <laughs> I really want to know who that comic it's is like, now. That is the w- most racist comment. It's like if they got him and said, I think all Chinese people should be killed, but I'm not a racist. <laughs> 
So that was my first experience in DC. Well, that was that was that was interesting because I, I wouldn't expect that to be your first first comic you ever heard coming back. Well, it, yeah, I was sitting in, I sit in the back of the room. I'm trying to remember the name of the place. Is uh, what Grand Central down in DC? Is that what's it? That yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's Grand that's Central. Yeah. yeah, that was that was one of Sean Joyce's room, and I appreciate him letting me up because you know I walked in there, and, and the weird thing is I was doing my bit, and uh, uh, I was leaning to the side. Like if you see the video of my first one, for some reason I was just like tipping. <laughs> I have no idea. I, see, I watched. I was like, "Why am I just?" And I'm just slowly tipping to the side for no reason. It had nothing to do with it. But just I did leaning out of the frame. I did Shakespeare that night in, oh. in front of like three people. It was like my first time to do it in front of people, and I did not get a single laugh. No, oh, wow. they just stared at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> right? And yeah, and the Shakespeare bit is the only thing that I've done from that first night. It hasn't changed at all. Oh, it's the uh-huh. same thing for the last. Two years now. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta try it in front of different audiences. Yeah. You never know. Different audiences get yeah. it. Audi- a lot of audiences get it, but no, black audiences get black it. audiences love it. <laughs> White audiences don't get it because I don't think they have a frame of reference for it. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, church church. In a white audience, like I was raised Southern Baptist, and you would literally have like everybody stand, turn to page twenty-seven, and you'd sing these horrible, depressing songs, and then you'd sit down, and it was like this, like it was it was horrible. But then when I was in San Francisco, I was involved in like a gospel choir, and I got involved with like the number, like it was the largest black church in mm-hmm. the Bay Area. Oh wow! So I was in the gospel choir, I was in all that stuff. So it was it's a whole different experience. So they don't get Shakespeare in white white rooms. Of course they don't get Shakespeare in white. They don't get your version of Shakespeare and White. Not at all. If you just stood up there and said, "How to be or not to be?" Yeah, that. And I used to is my question. That's how I used to start it out. I used to say, you know, here's the difference. You know, most people think it was, you know, in that old English kind of style. But uh, uh, yeah, but but the first time I did in the black room in DC, Mm -hmm. um, Jesse invited me to this to a to a spot. And I've never gone back there, but it was it was an entirely black room. Like I was the only white guy, white guy that, that there Je- that night. Jesse spent a lot of times uh, in all black rooms. They almost ran Jesse out of that room. <laughs> like he he did he did a joke and uh, it did not go over well. And I think the host came over to Jesse and went, um, "You might want to get walked out." Like, <laughs> wow. No, but I did it, and the microphone went out. Like in the middle, just as I was starting Shakespeare. And for people who don't know my bit, I do this thing where um, shake, everything in Shakespeare can be read like a gospel preacher. So right. I do this whole gospel preacher thing doing Shakespeare. So I did it without the microphone. I did it in just full voice and tore the place up. It was nice. it was great. So that's when I knew I had something. Cool, cool. So, so besides that... <laughs> uh, so I would like to point out thank you for letting me come over to your place absolutely Joey, and you gave me this big nice comfortable chair which I think is the only thing in the room not sticky <laughs> that's just I don't know if that's true I haven't really explored hey look what there I can is. see I just saw <laughs> Blue's big ass crack and the thing is uh, he's like uh, he's it's like something out of Harry Potter that just sucks light into it what you don't know is we actually planned this because we wanted you, you to plant Blue to bend over yes, in front of me yes we wanted this to come full circle right at this moment that's all we wanted to do tonight that, that was, was that was disturbing <laughs> That was, I thought he only had a goatee on his chin. Apparently, he's been doing some manscaping on the backside, too. 
Because it's it's not really a go-to. It's just like an outer circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You said you had some shows coming up? I do have some shows coming up. Um, I uh, Generally, all around, I, I normally I spend a lot of time in New York doing stuff, and I'm, uh, I have two things that I'm working on right now. I just finished a book. Uh, that I'm actually really? promoting out. Yeah, it's Very cool. It's it's a fiction book. It's not funny. It's it's basically a uh, uh, Americanized version of Doctor Who. Oh, cool! Oh, Time travel, all that kind of stuff. So you can see that at thecuratorseries.com. And what I'm doing with that is I'm releasing that one day at a time, uh, one page. Every day I release a new page. Every day you can go read it. And then starting next week, you can buy the first episode. So there's like a novels. free dime novel. Yeah. So basically, when you get up. You drop in your load in the morning. You can go read about 600 words and go on with your day. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah, that's oh, cool. That's, that's that's very on, cool. On the comedy front, I have a I have a really big show with Jim Two's coming up. For those who don't know who Jim Two's is, he's do a, you always end at the end of a sentence or do you like cut out mid sentence? Do I always <laughs> And then Trevor saw. <laughs> it's yes. like reading The Sopranos. It's amazing. <laughs> Technically, you can't in writing you. But no matter what you do, it's always the end of a sentence. The end of a page is the end of a sentence. Like if even okay. if you ended in the middle of a word, that's still the end of a sentence. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so true. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, All right. Then my other promotion. Uh-huh. <laughs> my well, shameless promotion. Yeah, I'm doing a show on November 7th down in uh, Virginia at the Hilton Performing Arts Center, which is an amazing venue, by the way. Very cool. They do their uh, symphony and, and other things in that same Oh, that sounds awesome. So it's an amazing room, and I, I did it last year at the same place, and it's great because like even, like, even when you do New York shows, you just kind of walk up onto the stage. This mm-hmm. place actually has a backstage green room. Really? And, oh, and wow. The, 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 the curtains open up, and you walk out onto the stage. That's great. And last time there, there was, uh, I think there was a little over 100 and I think uh, this show uh, is going to be sold out so it'll be well over probably a couple hundred people Oh, very oh, cool. That's awesome. So you get that real, like almost Tonight Show kind of feeling of walking out onto a stage in the middle. It's it's an awesome venue. Uh, I'm doing the. I'm I, I'm actually the uh, guest on that one. I'm I'm opening, so I'll probably be doing twenty minutes a half hour. Oh, very cool. Uh, very cool. There and uh, Jim Twos uh, is. If you don't know him, go look at him. He was on Last Comic Standing. He's done. He's been on like Louis C.K. Uh, show. Okay. And, wow. And all that stuff. So he's he's one of the t- he's one of the top comics out there today. So it's really cool that I'm getting it open up for him, and uh, um, hopefully I won't, uh, you know, kill the show. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think you'll kill the show because no. you have that you have that specialness about you. I don't think you'll kill the show. I don't think you'll do well. But <laughs> kill is a harsh word. You get by. He'll recover. He's he'll, good enough. He'll recover. Yeah. But what you're going to do? He'll bring it back up. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you done an event where you were the whole? The whole kit and caboodle, like you were the entire entertainment for the evening. The entire and like no opener, like no opener. Uh, no, I've never done that. I've 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 done half hour, forty five minute shows, but I've always had like openers. Wow. Okay, so you know someone that comes out and does you know fifteen twenty minutes. Because I had that a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it last week. <laughs> really? yeah. Oh my god! Like I I thought you know I'm two years in. I'm not not phase anymore. If you want to like feel that virgin comic level of insecurity, <laughs> do a show like that because it's the entire night hinges on your like they like uh, at a fundraiser. <laughs> it just sounds more like bad planning than a yeah actual show. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a show; it was a fundraiser, and they were they they uh, for my physical therapy office. They just knew that I did comedy. Yeah. So they were like, "Hey, 
do you want to do, tell some, you know, can we, will you tell some jokes for us? And they just were like, okay, and Joey's going to tell some jokes now. And then they handed it off to me. But, uh, but it was weird because there's no microphone, there's no stage. Hey, but, so, weren't you holding a banana that night? Yeah, I had a, like, a, there was no microphone, so I didn't know what to do with my hands. Luckily, they had a banana, so I told jokes to do a banana. <laughs> I'm saying is you should tell jokes to do a banana so, sometimes. So when you hold a banana, do you ever look at a guy and go, look into my eyes? <laughs> I did stare intently. I'm going to eat this banana, and I want you to look deeply into my eyes. That would have went. That would have been probably killed most people in that room. I, 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 I was awkward enough because I couldn't figure out which side of it to talk into. <laughs> first, no, with first the I tried stem talking, or the big stem. I'm talking to the stem. At Insert first, like, your own thirty-year-old virgin joke now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just let's take a moment. Joey didn't know what side of the banana to use. <laughs> there Here's we go. your sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But Grayson, it is it is great to have you on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Uh, we we, we Grayson's going to hang out with us throughout yeah. the whole show. He's going to come guest in on all of our egregious topics that we do discuss here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Love Dot Comedy. I, I, can I say one thing? I know yeah, go ahead. I'm going to sure. a break, but the, the thing that's awesome about Dot Comedy is the fact that, like I said, I was I was doing these rooms uh, in D.C., and through, because of Dot Comedy, Dot Comedy has has the Wednesday night show uh, like Clockwork and then the, the, then the other shows that you've done and we, the other showcases that you've let me do. What that does is allowed me to actually really get good enough doing comedy because I could hit that at least I could hit one or two shows you guys are doing every single week yeah. and people in New York are like oh that's nothing I do four a night but outside yeah. of New York that's a big deal so I actually my writing process was built around dot comedy like Sunday I would write something and then the rest of the week I'd work it and get a film from you guys and using those films I got into the clubs in New York I got into other clubs okay. that that has actually helped it so a big shout out and big help that, that uh, you guys are actually uh, the real deal. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we we, we love you here at dot com because Absolutely. again we, we've had, we've had nothing but a blast from you. Is First that what's going to happen later? Because because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blue's already given me a sign of what could come on that, <laughs> and I don't want to come on that. Whoa! <laughs> Why the fuck is my daughter handing you money? <laughs> DJ oh, Marcus. Is oh my god! <laughs> Somebody go save her! <laughs> What's happened? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wonder what's going on over yeah, there. I don't know what the no. hell's happening next to me. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. As always, here on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we'll be back save in a minute. Everyone's a babysitting all the time. Go Jesus save Christ. your daughter. Yeah, I got I to gotta find out what's going on with the children. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Goes off, yo, smash it, then trash it. You're too young to be plumped in a casket. Uh. Just get your boys and bring the noise and just party people sing it. Treat me right. Song makes you want to get up and shake. And if I shake, I might just crack the foundation of the Dot Comedy Studios. I'm a large man, yeah. much like the Mr. Chubb Rock himself. He has a new CD that I, I got from Bootleg somewhere. His name's Chubb Rock? Chubb Rock. That's awesome. <laughs> you don't know who this is? Well, no, I had a different name for Chubb Rock. I, was, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was, that was like my special move. I'd be like, yo, baby, this is my Chubb Rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rock this Chubb, baby. <laughs> we are back here on the... Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. And as always, I'm joined in the basement in Beltsville by my boy, Joey LaFaro. What up? We got Blue in the side.
Brad. Hey, what's going on? Hey. And we have our special guest this week, Mr. Grayson Scott. I am not big, but I am persistent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about a couple things going on Speaking in the world. Speaking of rocking chubs. The, the, this, the, yeah. <laughs> This is this is this story that we that we found here. It, it is uh, seriously deflating the childhoods of some uh, of the biggest perverts I know, which are thirty to childhoods or adolescents, sixty-five year old men in America who grew up looking at those tits in Playboy and went, "Man, it is so those are sad. great." But it this is a sad, sad day when Playboy has finally has decided, after almost a millennia. Of showing young men exactly what doesn't go where, telling you how to dress, telling you what to do, and telling them what the interest of women are. And what you will never get. And what you will never get. (laughs) They're finally deciding to cover them up. They're covering up the puppies. They're taking away all the uh, pictures and pictorials of nude women out of their magazines. And I, for one, am... Ashamed to be an American. You know what? This is like this is like that whole keep making faces is gonna stay that way thing. Because like everybody used to make the joke, oh, I only read Playboy for the articles, (laughs) and you got what you wanted now. Now we have an entire magazine of articles again, and they're talking about like this is really upsetting because I was reading about this, and they're like, and then remember the 1979 article with Jimmy Carter? Who the fuck cares? (laughs) That is like is that like one of your best? Their top selling issue was in the 70s, right? Yeah. And and now it's just like they've become maxim without the interesting, fun stuff. Without I the feel fun like stuff without there's it's it's just sad. If they're it, gonna reference that decade in an article, there should at least be a picture of boobs from that decade uh, next to it. I, Those are great it, boobs in that decade. I think Playboy has literally become Hugh Hefner's dick at this point because it's just flaccid. Just, <laughs> there's no use for it anymore. And, I mean, if you go to the Playboy website, there's an Asian dude on it, and he looks exactly how we, we feel. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but here's, here's the thing about this Asian dude. He's a stereotype if I've ever seen a stereotype. He's an Asian dude, an old Asian man with a bucket hat on, who is wearing a young Jeezy T-shirt? <laughs> I think no. he has a pot leaf on his <laughs> on his chain. <laughs> it's Playboy, and the top article is twenty chefs you need to follow on Instagram. Oh my god! What the hell? I'm not following that guy because he looks like my old landlord from Philadelphia. That guy was a crackhead, <laughs> and I want to punch him in the fucking head. Oh my goodness! But what I mean, door did we open with Joey? I'm sorry. <laughs> Joey, back to a dark place. Joey has lots of woken up at four a.m. by domestic abuse. You need a doll so you can show where society hurt you, Joey. Because <laughs> that was just like we're talking about, you know, like nudity. I need a voodoo like my landlord. Why is that I need a voodoo doll? Because the guy looks just like him. All he all he do is point to the anus. That's where society has hurt Joey the most in the anus. <sighs> oh my goodness! But this is the end of an era, folks. Wait, are we saying Joey? Technically, is not a virgin <laughs> because well, if, if you if you ask any um, middle or high school student these days, he is still a virgin because that out th- that doesn't doesn't count. doesn't count. I am a virgin by any and all stretches <laughs> of the imagination. So I think we're asking: Have you been penetrated? That, no. I think that was a question from Sam from New no. York. <laughs> have, have you been penetrated in any orifice? No. Has there been nasal play? <laughs> <laughs> has 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 there been anything maybe in your ear? <laughs> Just any questionable ear play? I may have had a wet willy once or twice. That might be like that is that sounds worse with the conversation we're having right now. Only if the guy's name was Willie. <laughs> is it a no. Bill Clinton? That's a different thing. Nope. 
Yeah, but look at that. I mean, you go, you scroll up, you scroll up and down on the Playboy webpage. Thirteen coolest abandoned hotels. Life advice from a Swedish Satanist. <laughs> what the hell is this? This is like this a is guy worst. got bored at Reddit and decided to do something worse. <laughs> This is the worst. This is the worst shit ever. I, I honestly am, am mad about this whole Playboy kind of debacle. Because it's this? a lot of shit. Because at, at the at the onset of Playboy, Playboy was designed originally to be a magazine for a lifestyle a magazine lifestyle, for men. Right. A lifestyle magazine about for men. Drinking about having a certain life and all this stuff. Yeah. Now they have a fucking picture of Hillary. Hillary <laughs> should be as far away from, from any Playboy. kind of Playboy penthouse. <laughs> I mean, I now I would give her respect if she did the full penthouse thing. I mean, I don't want to see it, <laughs> but <laughs> but at least you'd go, well, at least she went all the way. Yeah, at least she went full Hillary. At least she made a, an actual decision. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let you guys take that. There's one. not even a clever in, innuendo. It's uh, there's an article here that says astronomers may have found a swarm of mega structures orbiting a distant star. No, really, what? Why is this on Playboy? Why is this on Playboy.com? Well, here's the thing: Hugh Hefner has finally decided to ruin boners because I guess he can't get his up anymore. So you said, you know what? I don't need it anymore. I don't need these naked women. I got 15 girlfriends who will rub me in and touch me whenever I need them to. So I don't need I don't need a magazine anymore. So you don't need a magazine. I think anymore. I think I'm finally agreeing with women. I think Hugh Hefner finally has gotten to the point that he hates women. I think he's finally <laughs> gotten to the point that they've just rubbed him rock. Because look, look at any guy living in a mansion with a with 25, 30 women who would actually are smart enough to pose in Playboy, yeah. you would pretty much want to kill yourself, I think, at that point. Oh, yeah. 90%. I mean, eventually they would they would speak and that would be the it's end of, end of life. Like, oh, Jesus. Why did I why did I offer you stays in my, my Maybe, house? And like 10 years ago, he's like, if only I could post things about astrom- astronomers. <laughs> that would make me happy. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. We need tits. We, we can't, we can't <laughs> we do that. We still need tits. Oh, Is Jimmy yeah. Carter still available? Maybe we could get him back because how was one hell of an issue. <laughs> Jeez, it's depressing. It is. I, I have to say one last thing about this. Uh-huh. It's the fact that Playboy, like when you were a kid, I, I a, a kid on a school bus gave me a Playboy. And this is long before the internet, right? And that one page of staring at a, your first naked woman in the pages of Playboy and wondering, you're like, what is going on with this, right? Mm-hmm. And and it was it was it was the most it amazing magical. thing. It was it was like something out of Harry Potter. Yes, because it you know things grew and and then you what what's happening? <laughs> Seriously, I love that. I used, I traded. I, I was telling y'all before the show. I traded my hostess Twinkie. For a single page out of the centerfold of Playboy magazine. As an analogy, I think we've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! But it's, it's depressing. It's a sad, sad day in America. But we're gonna we're gonna head on to some other things going on in the world. What what else is going on? I heard some some crazy shit going on down at, at universities in Texas. Speaking of stupid chicks, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so apparently, I don't know if, how you guys know this, but in Texas. They are going to make it uh, universally allowable to have guns carried on university campuses. So someone literally thought the, hey, 
it, you know how we prevent these school shootings? Let's give everyone a gun. That's the, <laughs> that's the premise behind this. But that's every that's every gun nuts debate. They go, oh yeah, if we, if we were all armed, no one would get shot. No, you'd get shot, then I'd get shot too. Everybody would die. Because it'd be that one day I don't carry my gun that someone goes on a rampage. This and is shoots a great me. day to purge. Like, this is a great way. <laughs> like, I'm not a fan of that movie for numerous reasons, but the people who are fans of it will kill each other, and then I'll be rid of the movie and the idiots. So it's a win-win for Joey. What did you have to say, Blue? I was, I was going to say that this whole thing, This apparently this is for cocks, not glocks, is what the hashtag is. You really wanted to say cocks. Like, no, no, no. He was searching it's, his it's, mind. It's, it's, you notice how far he pushed the microphone into his mouth and he said cocks? <laughs> and then he said it slowly. This is all about cocks, not glocks. Oh, it, apparently oh, oh. This is <laughs> he couldn't even wait for us to get to that part of the story. No, yeah. He I'm had reading, to be the, the one fun, to I'm say no. Story. No, you could have waited. We were going to get there. We were going there. We were That's where we headed on the route. See, you, you try to. He's, why, you don't, why you're not a comic? <laughs> Trying Set to tell up, the punchline before punch you. There's a setup, then the punchline. We were setting it up, and now we're hitting the punchline. The punchline is these retarded women are going to start carrying around dildos around college, the uh, University of Texas, is it, Joey? Is it Texas University? Yeah, University uh, of yes, Texas. it is University, the of, University of, Texas. of Texas at Austin. At Austin. Yes. So However, gonna- uh, if you read the article, it says that the university has actually made it, they used to have rules that you actually couldn't have a dildo on campus. Well, but that's you a can stupid. have a gun on campus. I know that stand, breaks you your heart, Blue. I know, I know Blue, Blue, I know you're sad about that because at the end of the day, if Blue no- wants anything in his dorm room, <laughs> it's a eight-inch <laughs> penis to stick right in his pool. inch destroyer. <laughs> That he named Mandingo because that's what he oh. likes from Asgard. <laughs> Do they have holsters for the for the for the, <laughs> for the cocks? Just like, uh, that could be that could be an interesting twist to it. It's like they could just like you know like you open up your shirt. It's like hey, if you don't get what I want, and you open up your jacket, and you're like, Dude, no, I, you're gonna you're gonna have my wallet. Just I don't want whatever you got planned. I don't want any. I don't want any parts of it. Oh. I also think it's funny that on this page that we're looking at, the top right, there's there's an. Uh, uh, I'm assuming that's an ad, mm-hmm. and all it says. And it and it, it there's three words and behind it it looks like a vagina like like the technical thing of a, a vagina and all it says is tacos, beers, abortions, which ironically was my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe maybe it's better that they are having just cocks out, cocks out, really, rocking out with their cocks out. Yeah, just walking out. With I'm their really cocks tempted out. to click on that and find. Don't out what's click going on, on that. Here. That's when your whole computer I shuts know. down with a with a nasty virus known as chlamydia. I know better. You know my rule. Don't stop <laughs> clicking on shit. That's my. Yeah, the, oh, I, the other thing that I think is funny about this is is when they announced that they're going to have this thing that they can openly carry cocks on campus, that the Freudian part of the psychology department just exploded. <laughs> 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 the whole penis envy just, oh, just it, gone it, up. It went up a thousand fold. But and now did. I have penis envy. Cause have you seen half these things? Oh, wait. Are they even allowed to actually carry the the dildos or no, dildo, it, it's actually against the law for you to carry a dildo in public i i don't know that but for personal <laughs> reasons i've never carried a dildo on myself but as as a rule did, of did you say you've never carried a dildo carried on myself dildo. i've never carried a dildo on my person see blue this is when you got to jump in and say that they've been making fun of you with this whole time for not having a cock and he Go just ahead, said blue. He, no i was going to say that the university of texas actually has a rule that you actually can't there's a rule that you can't have Sex toys of any kind on campus. Any what? kind. 
See, here, here's what you did. College here's what campus. you did there. Here's the fun thing you did. You gave him the setup. I know, and he, told and he didn't even take the punchline. But, but I would like to say that any toy could be a sex toy if you have that can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> like um, G.I. Joe? I yeah. got to admit I explored. G.I. <laughs> Joe has seen parts of me that, frankly, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it either. Whoa. But if you gave me an x-ray right now, you'd understand. No. no. <laughs> I had a CT scan today. Let's not... <laughs> What they had ripped out of your body? Yeah, you metal, metal uh, GI Joes. No. What, what did you hurt this week, Evil Knievel? <laughs> I may have a hernia. Jesus Christ! You you're are the most accident-prone human being ever. You guys are just fucking falling apart, and you're like 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? God, eat a piece of fruit now and then. Look, here, here's what it is. He eats bacon. I'm a, I'm a super villain, so I keep getting in these fights with Batman. And <laughs> they don't go well for me. Not at all. I need a new. I need a new profession. You need a new. You need a new profession. You need to go into the uh, the fine arts. You need to go behind the scenes. Mega Mind. Mega Mind was a good comic. Good comic villain. You could. You could. You could be him. Can Can you wear one of the cocks as you're walking around? I mean, wear it on your forehead. Can you, no, I mean, just if you strap it on, just on the outside. That could be like a new fashion thing. I would honestly can, laugh. Can you imagine? You know that you know somebody's there going. This is a fantastic moment for us. Look at where I strap can you imagine if like Doc Brown and Marty got out of the DeLorean and that's what they saw? <laughs> just people walking around with strap-ons. <laughs> Do you think they would have just got back in the car like, like fuck, uh, this not, fuck this future? This future is horrible. <laughs> We're going back to the past. I, Let's I go actually, back to that racist 1960s. That was <laughs> actually a different movie. It's called Back Up to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for Back to the Future Day? Am I ready for it? I just read about it today, and I just, you know, all I can just imagine is Marty McFly just... <laughs> Just oh. it's just it's kind of depressing, uh, right? Because yeah. you watch that movie and you'll see him like have little ticks, and you're just like, oh, I'm out of the moment. I mean, <laughs> like it's just it's like it's like somebody just you know tell him it's okay to take medication. I didn't on. even I didn't even notice it. I'm gonna yeah, you see no, it. So, you it. see it. So I'm, I'm taking can, off. I'm taking off for that. That's my that's movie is my shit. I love that movie. The movie's dear to my heart. So on I'm taking off on Back to the Future Day. I'm nothing gonna prevent me from watching that movie on. Where that do day. you work that you can get off for? Back to the Future Day. He works I, as a nerd professionally, <laughs> so he he will be not alone in all the people leaving his office that day. I think people should write in and tell the Doc Comedy uh, podcast what they did for for Back to the Future Day. That'd be a good uh, idea. And I think we should give a award for the saddest prize. <laughs> like whatever it's like, it's like I just sat in a vat of Vaseline with my with my homemade hoverboard and self tying shoelaces, <laughs> and that's what I did all day. You know what they can do for Back to the Future Day, they can come to Union Jacks because it's on oh, a yeah. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday this year. And oh. we are having a Back to the Future themed dot comedy, Wednesday. comedy Wednesday. All right. That should be that should be a blast. I won't forget this week. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, our dear friend Matt Dundas coming out. Oh, right on. And if you haven't heard his Back to the Future set, I it is that. delightful. That's it is delightful. It is very um, fun. Matt is one of my favorite people, and he is a gentle lover. So <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, we'll also have some games, some uh, Back to the Future themed games uh, for the audience, and and uh, some and music exclusively from the soundtrack. All right, that sounds like sounds like a plan. DJ Marcus will be there. I have been known to lie from time to he time. He has he has found the soundtrack to the original Back to the Future movie, basically every 1980s hit by uh, Huey Lewis in the news will be played yeah. all evening, and also the theme the uh, what is that theme to Psycho? No, not Psycho. What's the movie? I'm thinking of the movie. Are we still talking Christian about Christian Bale? The 
American Psycho. American Psycho. I'll play that too, just to throw it in there, because I like some I like some controversy. I'm all there because you know I'm writing a time travel book, so I'm all into time travel oh, yeah. stuff. So yeah, but and actually, I will say, Back to the Future Two is probably one of the best time travel movies. The way that they, yeah, the way they went back and and saw the original one and the way they they played oh, with yeah. time. There. They did yeah. the great job there. The third one I thought was kind of kind of the stuck third one was a stretch. The third one yeah. was a stretch. The se- the the first one. Gave me a paradox inside of my heart because I went, what if I went back in time, met my mom, and she grabbed my Wait, Johnson? What? Wait, what? Yeah, because yeah. that's what happened in the first one. That's true. Went back in time. His mom touched his penis. Now, that would kill me internally. I think my soul would hurt for about a, about another 16 to 15 years. Your soul would fade out of the picture? Yeah, it would fade out of the picture because <laughs> it would go, hey, you know what would be replaced by a retarded kid with a helmet on? <laughs> going, and then my dad. Yeah, because that would have been what happened. Hey, hey, you smell like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question: His mom would touch his penis, and then you'd see on the pic- on the on the little picture as as he slowly turned into a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: I was because she kind of realized it at the end of the like the end of the like two. Yeah, when well, she, she kissed him, she kind of had this thing like, "Whoa!" So do you think like he was a baby, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." <laughs> <laughs> like that freckle. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. The, I know that yeah, freckle. That, yeah. The, there's some unanswered questions there for sure, but we, <laughs> but we will divulge all those secrets and more on the Wednesday dot comedy at Union Jacks, where we will have our Back to the Future special show. But what else is going on in the news? So, a former Texas A and M wide receiver, Thomas L. Johnson, speaking of nonsense in Texas, charged with murder. So here's what this guy did. He's uh, uh, supposedly by the article that I, that I was given by the Crack dot comedy staff. <laughs> With cracks. <laughs> <laughs> the wide receiver oh, is charged with murder. It's funny because his butt crack blew. <laughs> Char- Seriously, that, was- that ass crack was the nastiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I got I just got it. I was hungry before I got here. I may never eat again. Eat again. <laughs> I have he was charged with murder after allegedly killing a 53-year-old man on a jogging path in Monday morning. Now here's the shit that doesn't that doesn't fit with me. He killed a guy. Now when Ray Carruth killed a guy, he was in a trunk going to going to South Carolina after he killed that guy. When um what's his name? Uh Ray Lewis Why stabbed is it that guy. Always a wide receiver. <laughs> I don't know. When Ray Lewis stabbed that guy But I soon hope to become a tight end. <laughs> He stayed in his house, and everyone covered up for him. Right. Now, when OJ killed his wife, he drove a Bronco away. This guy called the police that day and said, you know what? That guy you found, eh, it was me. Is he white? No, he's black. Oh, then that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. They already probably thought he was a suspect because he's black and in Texas. So he was probably going to get shot later that day. So he just probably wanted to save him some time and some bullets. I think I think he felt bad because I think he was actually reaching, now that it's a thing in Texas, I think he was reaching for his uh, dildo. <laughs> and he was just he was actually just trying to have a little fun. And he didn't understand the first few times that he kind of poked the guy with his dildo. It's like, why aren't you responding this way? Oh, I stabbed you six times. Oh, my goodness. That I was mean, a whole different kind of connection. Yeah. So Maybe I, he thought he was doing a public service like because everybody hates that jogger did he, did he think it was trump no <laughs> no but everybody hates Why that is trump running everybody hates that happy ass <laughs> jogger exactly that's the deepest question of the night why is trump running thank you for cutting through to it Sorry, 
No, but like everybody hates that that happy ass jogger. Like you see the neighbors like, oh, I like that. I hate happy joggers, happy runners. Yeah, it's just okay. like so happy I, white Americans I, riding go bikes. Go use a treadmill where <laughs> I don't have to see you. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus <laughs> scared me because he got like happy white fucking Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just running around with no <laughs> shirt on, <laughs> like it's okay. Whitey, white devils. <laughs> My that's, best friend is a Caucasian American. Now, that's probably what he what does he is he runs marathons for fun, and he runs races for fun. He is not a racist, so he doesn't race run for fun, but he does run races for fun. That's debatable. I would stab him if I saw him running down the street. <laughs> okay, I have a I have a whole different experience with this because every morning I I'm in Bethesda, okay. which is I think you're surrounded by it. of white privilege. I oh. think like when the riots were going on in Baltimore. They didn't really play them on CNN and Bethesda. They had like <laughs> that's like, dark. My mood cannot be affected by. Yeah, this. they had like snippets of like Ren and Stimpy, like just whatever they could get <laughs> on the air. Like Stimpy, why'd you burn down a CVS? But the thing is, is uh, uh, every day in uh, uh, Bethesda, it's like these these massive groups of women show up to do yoga. Oh, and on yeah. every street, there's just like 20, no matter where you go, there's 20 or 30 women just wandering around just doing yoga. And then you see the guys with their yoga pants, brightly colored yoga pants. No. Those are the guys I want to kill. <laughs> <laughs> this guy probably was wearing these colored pants. The question is, why did he do it with a machete? That seems a bit excessive. He, he probably thought he was one of the walking dead. So he was getting his Merle on and he went and stabbed the guy and he went, wait, he's not dead. He's still coming. So he had to cut him again and he cut him again the guy laid down so he went all right i don't have to take his brain out what is the decision process that you go through with that like like you pick up your machete from your mantle that's just okay and then you get up like well what am i going to do today as your whole and then do you walk to the path do you choose to not go to barnes and noble I mean, it's like, <laughs> what was the path and and then the, there's because there's hundreds of decisions that he made while holding on to his machete very true and then he finally how did he pick out the guy like did he look like blue because that makes a lot more sense that does make sense do you I think he turned himself blue. in because it wasn't the guy he thought he was going to kill like he's like that oh, wasn't the droid he was the wrong for. jordan or jogger <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was that maybe it was for some jordans maybe that's he what was it was trying to find jordans oh he is black so that could be a possibility <laughs> he thought it was jordan saturday so he stabbed him and he was like oh he, he doesn't have jays on no fuck that guy marcus i have one question for you what's that question do you think he's trying to get back to his roots what the fuck does that oh, mean? Jesus. <laughs> see, see, when Joey goes racist, I would for all the white people in the audience, I would like to apologize. Uh, 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 Joey's racist. <laughs> you, that was that's a horrible. That racist. was the only way you can made that worse is if you're like, uh, do you think he was like? Yeah, do you think he was wearing a light cloth when it happened? By the way, I saw a video from a guy in Africa, and I'm not kidding. What they did is he wraps this, this like all these stuff around his ankles and his leg, and it goes up his knee, and he sticks it in this giant pit where a snake comes out, and and when they pull him out, the snake's halfway up his knee. It's like, what the hell's going on with Africa? <laughs> like, that's not a racist thing. It's like, how what? is that? Like, how do you? How's that a thing? How is dirt fishing something? <laughs> like <laughs> They're running out of games to play. <laughs> oh my goodness! Do you want to play snake leg? <laughs> it's a snake leg. And then they cut. They cut the snake off and fed the village. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm not kidding. Go look it up on the internet. Snake fishing. Look it up on the internet. That's what we like to tell people to do here at Dot Comedy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, yeah, the Bass Pro Shop channel and the Snake Pro Shop channel. <laughs> 
Uh, we got more in the way of black people doing dumb shit in the world of comedy. Trevor Noah, black, eh, blackish people. <laughs> Trevor Noah is a, a good friend of the Die Comedy family. He has multiple times shouted me out on the Daily Show. I don't know about the rest of you. I've watched every episode he's been on, and I am very, very proud of him as a fellow African American man. South African African American. He's you know, he lost American. like thirty three percent of the audience. He's as much oh, as African American during as an election because they're racist. Think about that. He's as much an African-American as Charlize Theron. Yeah, very true. I agree. I'm not saying he's he's a bastion of blackitude in America, but at the end of the day, he is a he is a dark skinned person you know, who took he talks the, like this. He took the. Uh, it sounds like Stewie. He sounds like Stewie. <laughs> I have to say, his takedown of Trump on the first show where he yeah. compared Trump to the African leaders that was hilarious. Was one of the best written things I've seen yes. on yeah. the Daily Show in a long time. Now I'm not saying that Trevor Noah is the prototypical black man in America but again he's a brown man who Ish. has taken he's, he's more yellow he's kind of yellow well it's, that's the jaundice from being African yeah so he, not that there's anything wrong not that there's anything wrong with jaundice but he is he's he's an African man who has taken a, a mantle in America on one of the top news shows that the current hipster doofus population views as a new show and he's he's the head of it now. He's he's the face of it. He's the, he's a guy out in front. Now, what has happened since his ascent to this particular station in life has been horrible. Because what what happened first was the the old tweets that came out saying that he was a racist and a sexist mm-hmm. and a misogynist and all these other things. And I went, well, was, he was making jokes, and he's a comedian, and comedians make horrible jokes sometimes every comedian's made a joke like that yeah yeah and and going back through years of tweets to find out the things that you said if you go back to my first tweet you want to know my first tweet i ever wrote said it said nothing because i don't tweet anything (laughs) but but the first but you if you if you look back on wait i was really disappointed i I, I, I was like a horrible letdown what would marcus say first (laughs) Let, let us inside. Marcus. Actually, the first tweet I ever wrote was "Happy Thanksgiving." So Twitter you do works. tweet occasionally. Every every like two years, <laughs> I tweet. Every two years, I tweet. But like, if you go back in my Facebook tweets on sales uh, Walmart at Walmart, the sale Walmart sales this week because I'm, I'm rolling back those prices. I tweeted once in San Francisco, but I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even I, know. I did not know that. It's like it's like when you find a beautiful woman and and it turns out it's not. A a beautiful woman. It's a man. There's nothing wrong with that, but if you handed me a trumpet, I don't know how to finger it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what 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 they've come up with now is tra- backlash they, for yeah, they, the them. They, they just the say, white, just the, say white, white. the white man has decided to bash Trevor Noah once again by saying that he's accused of stealing jokes. Now I've seen said From joke. Dave Chappelle. He, I've seen said joke. He's accused of stealing as of late. Black on black joke crime. That's it's a black. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be misconstrued as joke theft, but the setup, the the actual action and the punchline were all different between what Trevor Noah said and what Dave Chappelle said. And again, it was twenty no, years. It old. wasn't. It was different. It was the exact same story. It was here's the thing in Trevor Noah's in Trevor Noah's actual telling of that particular story 
the punchline was the end of that joke, and he moved on to something different. And Dave Chappelle's... He's working so hard to wait, wait, to well, this. Well, here's my question. Did he say it on The Daily Show? Is that where he's no, no, he said it at a uh, corporate event he was doing. Oh, yeah, he probably stole it. <laughs> yeah. Do we all still at corporate events? Is that no, no, no? Is the, that a regular thing no, in the comedy community? Not stand up. Okay, so, on, so I will say this: not not to derail you. Trevor Noah stealing jokes is like Bill Cosby sleeping with uh, roofing women. Everybody knew when they came out. <laughs> everybody knew Bill Cosby was doing it. There was nobody in Los Angeles <laughs> that that was like what? <laughs> like everybody's like, yeah, he's been doing it. He record, Bill Cosby wrote an album, recorded a set in the 70s talking about roofing women i mean it was right so when he took over the daily show and this came out originally that that he steals jokes mm -hmm. uh, i was in new york and i can tell you that a lot of the comics were like oh yeah oh yeah he, well yeah, he does that <laughs> but see normally you, you know you look at a guy like dane cook or carl smencia who right. have been accused of that ad nauseum and usually usually the comic that they've quote-unquote stolen from hasn't been way bigger than them like on ma orders of magnitude well but more established did he yeah did he that was the big thing it's like they even he, uh -huh. louis ck even did on a show that dane cook that was the thing is that dane cook supposedly took a bunch of jokes from louis ck yeah louis ck being the pinnacle of where comics yeah, right yeah. right for him for him to do that i don't think anybody believed dane cook that he didn't do it and he may not have because here's the other thing is there's this thing called train of thought that you can have a similar train of thought right yep. like i was telling a joke about um that the best thing that ever happened to my marriage was my divorce mm -hmm. right and i love that because it sets up a whole bunch of uh, another set of jokes for me yeah and it's just a single statement like the best thing about being you know being married is the divorce and the thing was is that all uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. had says something very similar that he okay. talks about, and he's like, "It's so wonderful." I'm going in a completely different direction, so it gets a laugh, but it's not. I I thought about it. It's like when I wrote it, was I thinking of him? It's like no, I wasn't thinking of him at all. Um, it was it's me setting up my set of jokes about how great it is to be a bachelor and all these other things, which is a completely different way than what he was what he was going with. And so without hearing it, I mean, he could have had something similar in just a similar train of thought. Yeah, and, and came to the same conclusion and could have but there were some exact words i normally would agree with you because i'm a big big believer in there's nothing new under the sun you know everything's kind of been done before so you're always going to run into that my concern with this one though is dave Chappelle is an icon and you're talking about your you know subject of race no comic has probably hit it as hard as dave Chappelle. Um, so for him to kind of walk into this and use the exact phrase racial connoisseur the same way and the same premise that uh, Dave did, it's a little hard to believe you didn't see that HBO special. You know what we should do? We should You should actually take the uh, uh, Dave Chappelle thing mm -hmm. word by word and then take what he said word by word. And put it in one of the plagiarism applications that they use. In, like they, they have it. They yeah, have they these do. things that if you if you write like papers in college, that they actually run into this thing and they'll tell you whether it's plagiarism or not. Right. So I'd be curious, and if it's close enough, and it might give you a score whether it's plagiarized. That's a really good idea. I don't yeah. know if we have the. Uh, the we don't transcript. have the app here. Well, but, but I'm uh, not going to do that. You know why? Because he's a black man, and I'm not going to bring down another black man in America. You all have done that to Bill Cosby. You did it to O.J. Simpson. Look at us. Now, where are we in, in 2015? We got who? Justin Bieber is the blackest man in America? <laughs> no, he's not black. How about Justin Bieber wandering around with his little dingle dangle hanging out? How about those? Can we talk about now, that? You want to talk about that? Not really. We <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just watching Bluefinger. Oh, actually, they have both quotes right here. Blue. Oh, do they? Okay. When you when you said Justin Bieber walking around with his little dingle dangle hanging out, Blue flipped his mic up like he was about to put it right into his mouth and say something. So you had something to say, Blue? You have something to add about Justin Bieber's Because you're making sounds. We, we, you're, making, you're not on the mic, but all we hear in the room is... Uh, a lot of lot of moaning. And Bieber. No. no. He's not your type? Take me from behind no. in front of a mirror, Bieber. Whoa. Fuck him. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Do you, you, you hear what I oh. did? You, you hear what I did? Hear what I did? What did I said blue up. I said, is Bieber not your type? Blue said, no, he's not my type. So then I win. You have a type. In the grand scheme of things for uh-huh. Blue being gay. I win. You lose. Come on, Blue. Oh. <laughs> it's Blue has thick skin. Go ahead, Blue. What'd you say? You had something to say? Fuck you. <laughs> So is so we're gonna we're gonna test this out and we'll get you the results on the dot comedy podcast on next week's episode when we see exactly whether or not it take that long we can just this is plagiarism this or is, not my this, point is this is the exciting cut and paste version of the show this is when we do this okay well we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wait for these results and we're gonna, let's keep talking about blue we're gonna keep talking about blue until these results come in let's see how much this is gonna cost us to get these results. Hey, Blue, when you go into the mirror in the morning, do you keep the lights on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we got Blue's news to get to. You do got Blue's oh, news. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah, I'm, we do. I don't know why I'm making... I, Blue gave me a ride, actually, over to this place. Yeah. I mean, would you like to walk back to Bethesda I, That's Bellsville? what I'm thinking. <laughs> and the plagiarism is climbing. Is it 20, 30, 35? Uh-oh. Uh, 30. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, he, he's at F. No, that, that, that's just, Here's that's the just point. looking at websites. He's, that's at e. just, he's, at, he's at D. Yeah, I don't think it's just comparing the okay. two. No, it's not. It's just looking at websites. This is slowly. It's just looking. In other words, wait, but the thing is, is are they all quoting the same article? Yes. Because the, the point is, is that if it's finding Dave Chappelle's quote. This is literally just what, just taking. Um, uh, Snapshots uh, of the No, internet. no, no. Um, uh, there are 91 hits. Uh, so this is taking uh, what's it, Trevor Noah's quote and pasting it in just to, like something uh, he could have done before performing it. Well, that's the question: is is there are are ninety one hits? Are they bringing but, up Trevor Noah's but quote? But now that quote's quote? probably oh, coming yeah. up because it's in the, all the articles. So this is probably a little bit. So strange. I say it's I say because of this results and the, the pure scientific method that it was plagiarism. I think we just go <laughs> that. I think we say sorry, Mark. I mean, we can read the win. quote. So here's <laughs> white men here's win. here's what here's the Trevor Noah version. Before I came to America. I thought I knew all kinds of racism. I've considered myself something of a racism connoisseur. I appreciate the finer racism, not to say appreciate all racism, but a finer racism. Dave Chappelle said, traveling has made me a racism connoisseur, if you will. You know, it's different region to region. Anyone ever been down south? You guys know what I'm talking about. The racism down there is just fucking, it's perfect. So See? Not Particular mm. plagiarism. It's it, like I was telling Joe. Racism Joey, connoisseur. It's saying I, it. Uh, saying it makes you makes you believe it's taken from from Dave Chappelle. You know what I would believe? I would honestly believe they both they both did the scenario where someone just both called them, you know, right. greeted them as N word. So well, what's, the, what's the N word? Like you like you said, he is <laughs> he is the face of the Daily Show, right? Now. Yes. So I guarantee I would be very I would be shocked if they weren't helping him with his public appearances and his PR team and. They wouldn't show, if, but they're really bad at it because they didn't catch those tweets and they well, should have. My guess is uh, uh, is that if someone on his staff 
maybe potentially wrote it for him. Then he goes because like it's not like he writes every joke on the Daily Show. No, he doesn't. He no. reads most of them because he keeps seeing no. him read the teleprompter. Right. This is his own. This is for his own set. Yeah, but but when you're when you're that on that level, I guarantee you that his agents and people that he has writers. <laughs> so he got ghost written and the ghost writer plagiarized. I, I would I would find that more believable than than, than him, him specifically plagiarizing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and maybe that that term racism connoisseur is actually such a common phrase. We say it in a in black communities all the time so the black folk don't you don't know the, what they've been through joey <laughs> but have they you don't know you don't know you our don't, plight but have they know. only been saying it since 1997 when dave Chappelle said it because that's the way these things you yeah, typically but- go <laughs> there is a facebook page There's for a facebook it page for racism connoisseur well see so we, i think he's off the hook then i do too really i give give him a comedy pass Grayson, yeah, you've been so you've been doing comedy longer than everybody in this room, including myself, who was here when Bill Cosby said the first n bomb uh, at on his no tape. No one liked this page. Never said it again. <laughs> Grayson, what do you say? Do you say it was he gives a pass? I give I, he gets a pass on it. Gets a pass on it. Well, you know what? We hear the dot comedy podcast. Boom, bang, stamp it. That's uh, the end of it. And we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about Trevor Noah being anything better than the new best host of the Daily Show. Trevor Noah is doing a great job. We have to give him that. Good job. Is he? Because he's lost thirty percent of the audience from last year in an election year. Well, yeah, it's not an election year, and he's not Jewish. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, come on, he's, in a, he's an entertainment, and they they lose the Jew. Really? <laughs> I think I think it's actually really because thirty percent just went over to Colbert. They started well. Good, Colbert is killing it. Colbert's doing yeah. a good job, too. Did you hear Jerry Lewis said that Colbert was doing terrible? <laughs> Jerry Lewis, 90 years old. Jerry Lewis is doing terrible in life. <laughs> Jerry Lewis is on the next thing but smoking I, to hell. It's like, of all people, Jerry Lewis, why are you picking on Colbert? <laughs> Colbert, to, last week, he ki- he killed that guy's uh, Kevin McCarthy. was supposed to be running for the new Speaker of the House. Like he, he took he was supposed to be the guy that replaced Boehner. Yeah. And Colbert did a, a piece <laughs> on him and buried him. And the next day, yeah. he quit. Yeah. Well, that didn't necessarily happen that way because what I've read and what I found out because I have friends that work at the Capitol building, they all stated to me that he is having sexual relations outside I of his marriage. I and that was the it. reason for him yeah, he not. he had an affair with some other I, congresswoman. So once he, if he became can't speak, speak English. If, yeah, no. he can't speak English either. Right? I, I knew but if he, But here's the thing. If he can't, if... If that came out and he was Speaker of the House, it's a big detriment to the party. I knew someone was like that was going on, and I'd be willing to bet the same thing with Boehner. Boehner, they, he's the, like eating, no. he's eating like nursery school kids or something. The Pope, like the right Pope told him. The Pope, yeah, the Pope told the Pope, him that The Pope looked him in the eye and said, you know what, my son, I don't like Can it Can we talk much. about the Pope coming over here for a second? The Pope comes over here and he's like, uh, you need your, your immigration, your no... No, uh, you need to let everybody in. Right, this what you're doing is wrong. They don't even let fucking women live in the Vatican, which is a country. <laughs> they don't let women. We're worried about like Mexicans and all these other well, things. If you're a Mexican, they man. don't even let women. You have to be married and go through a process. They have the highest level of immigration rules and regulations. <laughs> and the Pope's like, oh no, you don't. No, that's not right. No, I don't. I don't know if that's. I can't blame him for that though. He's I only can't been. I'm saying this. But fuck the Pope. <laughs> I would normally say that, but I, I, I like Francis is, is trying. He's got he's got how many years of ignorant nonsense to overcome? I'm not saying fuck the Pope. I'm fuck saying finger pope. fuck the Pope because fuck at the end the of the day, pope. I give two fucks less about the Pope. They have they need to have black Pope. That's what I told him last time when I, when uh 
Pope That's John right. Paul Jones the third when he died, they, they should have had a black guy come in. Desmond Tutu. Desmond, thank you, come Desmond motherfucking Tutu. You're talking about it. Should have been the should have been the new pope. I agree. That'd be awesome because then you could hear like just bass all throughout the Vatican. Dorothy with the Dorothy with the red shoes over there is the reason I quit being a Catholic. Oh, the guy that was touching kids and getting away with it? Yeah, yeah him. Fuck that guy, too. You, you got to narrow that down when you're talking about the Catholic Church. <laughs> guy touching kids with red shoes. Uh, oh, the, man. The Emperor Palpatine Pope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did look like Palpatine. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break on Neat Die County Pack Us. And in honor <laughs> of Grayson Scott visiting us here this week, we're going to sing. We're gonna play a song for him for every morning when he wakes up in Bethesda for all those young ladies doing yoga in the park. We'll be uh, back here on the uh, Dot Comedy Podcast. Uh, yeah. What? Dot Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast, roast battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at dotcomedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy, www.dotcomedy.us. You know what Grayson Scott is saying every morning, looking out his window of his large, spacious uh, studio apartment uh, in downtown Bethesda, looking at the park going, hey, let me see you bend over and do that yoga. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And folks, we are back here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. And as always, we're live in the basement of Bellsville. I'm here with Joey LaFaro. What up? And I'm here with Big Butt Crack Blue. Blue, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, people? And our special guest this week, the talented, the affluent, the superficial, the wait, super, no, wait, superfluous. Superficial? Superfluous. Well, That's superficial horrible. is also true. <laughs> You say Mr. Grayson. Just because my either. belt matches my shoes, I'm not superficial. <laughs> Mr. Grayson Scott. What's up, y'all? In the building. In the house. Oh, my goodness, folks. And we've come to that time in the program. Just so you know, you called him unnecessary. That's what superfluous <laughs> means. What? Just a definition, just so Especially you. things being I'm not, more I'm not than superficial. He I'm is, unnecessary. He is more <laughs> than enough. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, that's like one of the. That's like that's like something that happens on the street where where a black guy comes up and is trying to compliment you. It's like, yo, man, you are super fluous. <laughs> it's like, that, that doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> no, man, you superficial and fluish and all that stuff. Inconceivable. <laughs> yeah, right. That doesn't mean what you think it means. Oh my goodness, folks, we are here and we are going to head on into our world famous news segment, Blues News. So let's hit the theme. To be the bad man, to be the sad man, <laughs> behind blue's eyes. <laughs> 
all blue. What do you got for us this week in Blues News? I'm depressed. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zimbabwean government is not going to charge uh, Minnesota Dr. Walter Palmer in poaching uh, Cecil the Lion. About time we got some justice for that lion. <laughs> We need to shoot him. He was mauling babies. He was killing babies. We need to. We need to get some. We need to get him shot anyway. I think there's a whole other level of why they're upset at Africa. It's like he didn't eat him. <laughs> like if you're gonna kill a lion, fucking eat, eat him. Eat the lion. Yeah. We got people that. I mean, shit. Have you seen what's going on? Eat the fucking. That's good. He did eat. It was a black lion, and he didn't want to be a racist. Wait, he was racist. That's why he couldn't eat him. <laughs> he couldn't eat him because it'd be racism and cannibalism all in the same isms, and he couldn't do more isms in one day. Than that. Than that. <laughs> Next on. <laughs> Wait, something happened. I didn't laugh that hard at the, the racism joke because I just realized that probably made me look like a total racist bastard. <laughs> something happened outside the set that I laughed at. I was not laughing at eating black people. It's <laughs> an important note that I would like to clear up. What we got next on? Blues News. Okay. Um,. In a study, 84% of vegetarians go back to consuming meat when they're drunk. Because sausage is life. <laughs> and you need some meat in your life. I told my my, my uh, roommate, she's an Asian vegetarian, so <laughs> I have a dog that has not been eaten yet. So <laughs> and I look at her every day and I go, do you want some of this sausage? Now, that could be taken sexually. I choose not to because at the end of the day, I'm usually making sausage in the kitchen. Now I'm Ew. naked. I'm naked, <laughs> like like a Ving Rhames and that 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 scene in Baby Boy, and I'm cooking. But that's not, neither here nor there. This is like if you take everything that you're saying as sexual. This is a horrible. <laughs> horrible. I'm in my I'm horrible, in my kitchen horrible. making sausage, and I'm Ving ranging it. <laughs> It's a horrible mental image. Someone stop him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Speaking of horrible mental images, blue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Do you like that dog? I love that dog. Then don't get her drunk. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. On Blue's News. Aunt loses lawsuit against her 12-year-old nephew who broke her wrist with a quote-unquote careless hug. I've given forceful hugs to my aunt. I've thrown my aunt over my shoulder in a hug, and no one's ever gotten hurt. That sounds like white privilege. That does sound like white privilege. Sounds like how could a friend sue lawsuits. their own family member over a hug? Just, yes, a uh, Connecticut woman sued her then eight-year-old nephew. For it took o- four years for them to figure out this was not for right. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> sounds like some Jew shit. Because she broke. Because the eight-year-old, the eight-year-old at the time broke her wrist. When he leapt into her arms at his birthday party. Here's the thing. She must really hate her sister. And she... (laughs) No, wait, wait. Do you know what happened to her sister, Blue? She died. Her sister is dead. Oh, wow. And so this is after the death. And in court, this this woman said, and I was at a party and I had trouble holding my hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. 
That's why actual quote. I would just like to take a second. And Marcus said he threw his aunt over his shoulder, and we there's. <laughs> I understand white privilege. I don't understand that part of the black experience, like picking up my aunt, and going, "You're coming with me, damn it." It's called jungle rage. <laughs> we don't have black privilege. It's called jungle rage. What we do is we do, we treat our women like cavemen used to. We give them a hug. We show them we love them. And we throw them over their shoulder now, and we walk them around. No, do you club them and drag them home? No. Jesus, Joey, come on, man. <laughs> We're more evolved Wait, than that. You're, you're married, aren't you? You're, no, I'm not married. You're not married? No. So when a black woman hears what you just said, is she going to kick your ass? No. Really? I'm single. That's why I'm single. Oh. <laughs> I'm a very large man who can pick most women up and Misog- throw them over my shoulder like a continental soldier. Misogynistic comments just breaks all race barriers. <laughs> it's not whether they're black or white. It's because they're lesser because they're women. <laughs> I, uh, right. I apologize to my mom. Okay. What do we got next on? Glass ceiling. Talk about glass wrist. Okay. <laughs> next on, Blues News. In more news about women... Women who shot at fleeing shoplifter charged with unlawful discharge of a firearm. Well, she unlawfully discharged that firearm because she was not supposed to shoot at that shoplifter. She is not a security guard or a police officer. This happened outside a Home Depot. What did you see stolen at a Home Depot <laughs> that made you that mad to interview? She doesn't work there. Everything that leaves Home Depot looks like it's stolen because there are no bags at Home Depot. She wasn't like the manager on a power <laughs> trip. This is a random lady who's like, I have to stop crying. Those Mexicans have those two by four. Shoot out. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's a bunch of day workers going, did you see that, your man? <laughs> that was fucking crazy what that woman did. Was she wearing a sh- t-shirt, black t-shirt? with a skull face on it? I don't know. She's <laughs> the Punisher. Mrs. Punisher. <laughs> Punisher. Oh my goodness. Wait, was she hot? Was she, was no. she, yeah, wait. Uh, she wasn't? Oh, then no. send that bitch to jail. Send her to jail. <laughs> if she's hot, then I want... Uh, send her, if she's, she's hot... She's going to be a celebrity. If Kim Kardashian did that, she'd have a book deal like that quick. Send her to jail. Send her to the horrible jail <laughs> if she's if she's butt ugly. Send her to the Orange is a New Black jail. If she's hot, because then she just has sex with other hot women in showers and in a church. Next on. Say that slower. (laughs) Next on Blues News. Okay. And finally, um, we have a list of the top 25 most rewatchable movies of all time. Uh, Number one. Number one. No. Star Wars. I don't watch Star Wars over again. Uh, number two, Wizard of Oz. Number three, okay. Sound of Music. No. Racist. Number four, The Lord of the Rings trilogy. No, too long. Uh, number five, Gone with the Wind. What white nerd? No, wait, racist. Wait, we finally had a movie with 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 a black person <laughs> yeah. to crack the top ten. Wait, and it's literally this? the most racist part to ever win an Oscar. Which movie? Gone, Gone with, with the, the wind. wind. Oh Jesus! She won the first first black woman to ever win an Oscar. Her w- name was Mamie. Mamie. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lordy, I don't know nothing about no movie, Miss <laughs> Her famous line: "Remember, I don't know nothing about birth and no yeah. babies." <laughs> oh God, racism. So I keep yeah. Then The Godfather, The Princess right. Bride. I've watched that like I've watched Princess times. Bride twice. Shawshank Redemption. Watched that a thousand times because my buddy Eddie Dufresne walked through 10 miles of the most filth and disgust. 
Is any that, man. Is that your Morgan Freeman? <laughs> it's a horrible Morgan Freeman. It's a, it's really a terrible bad. Morgan Freeman. That should get, that should get now, deeper and black. You know what? Now, It got Andy. me going. It was close <laughs> enough that it now, got me. Now, Eddie Dufresne. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little something, something happening inside of me. I So, good job on that, Marcus. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. And then, Although, and wait. Watching Marcus do it is kind of like watching the scene. Like, like, like the guy from Die Hard do it, which was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, number nine, uh, the Harry Potter series. No, I'd like to point out that Blue is the only person who does a top twenty-five list from the. Where top did you down. get this list? Like, why don't you start from twenty-five? Ten, and then, the number ten. Build is, some tension in this goddamn thing. This sounds. You like asked for list. number one. You asked for number one. No, I'm just. And I, the number ten is it's a wonderful life. Okay, so Blue made this list. No, this is <laughs> this is from happened? the this is from the five thirty eight blog. Is there what any the Tyler Perry movie? Five thirty eight blog oh, is no. Nate Silver. <laughs> Tyler Perry has made fourteen thousand so. great movies, and none of them have mentioned in this list. Is Tyler Perry is Tyler Perry in the top twenty five? I, I would, See, I would Tyler like Perry, any, any Tyler Perry movie? No. Medea, Medea goes to space. No. To Argentina. <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say that tw- number twenty-five is, is Big Mama's house in there. No. You know what should the be Avengers, in there? Caddyshack, Pride and Prejudice, Goodfellas, Finding Nemo, Star Trek, The Notebook, The Matrix, Casablanca, Pretty Woman, Lion King. The Titanic. Notebook's in there before Bad Boys. What? Fuck your list, boy. Wait, is yeah. there fiction, wait, Dirty wait. Dancing, Grease, I'm gonna Forrest yank Gump. That pa- iPad so out there's of your not hand a single movie that isn't starred by total white people. <laughs> yeah, Bad Boys is, is, is on a, the list. That is a <sighs> shitty, a horrible list. list. Ninja Turtles isn't even Jesus. on it. We're so nope. We're so it's disappointed bullshit. in you, Blue. Blue, you could have found a better list. Go, had, to, go to BT.com. <laughs> this is actually actually this movies. is five thirty eight. It's actually part of ESPN. That doesn't mean make it better. What is that about? I'm gonna print out that list. Well, they like, also hold on. talk about the NBA. Hold on, wait a <laughs> wait a second. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. We got a movie review from a sports <laughs> website. With Nate this still, is blue. This, this is, is blue is wrapped up in a ball inside of a goo inside of a musket <laughs> and shot through the heart of a Confederate soldier. This is a, what the fuck, blue? This, what's Nate Silver? Nate Silver is so it's not a, a Jew. No, he he's he actually predicted the last two presidential elections. <laughs> what the, the fuck numbers. does that have to do with movies? Hey, and I don't know. He's a he's a really good statistician. And that's, that's not this week statistics based. This week on Blues News. Blues Goose. (laughs) All right, folks. I am your host, DJ Marcus. (laughs) I am joined by Joey LaFaro. What up? I'm joined by Big Butt Crack Blue. What's up? I'm joined by our Ah. special guest this week, Mr. Grayson Scott. Had a terrific time. I had except th- for seeing Blue's crack. Thank you. It for, is as horrible as advertised. Thank you for toughing, toughing through that and the go-go. Why is that happening? Go-go's going to happen every week. This is how we end the show every week. I'm going to find no. a new go-go song to play every week I'm on the go-go songs. I'm You're down done? with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go-go works. All right. So, Grayson, you got anything you want to plug? Anything you is that because anything you more? can make it cheaply with a microphone and an upside-down bucket? Shut the fuck up. Uh, November 7th. Got my show coming up with that. Uh, the, also, then, the curatorseries.com. If you guys go check that out, give me your comments about my book. That's it. All right. Jesse, Joey, you got anything, anything going on? Uh, we have, <coughs> excuse me, geez, uh, Back to the Future Night coming at Union Jacks this Wednesday, as well as next week, we have, the following week, we will have Halloween. 
Halloween night featuring a costume contest. So come out for that. Enjoy that. We're going to have prizes for both events. So uh, be sure to be there on Wednesday at Union Jacks. DJ Marcus will try his best, but you never know what's going to happen at Walmart. <laughs> Sometimes they call me and they say, Marcus, the truck fell over. We need you to come pick it up. And I go, God damn it. I can't keep getting these calls from Bennington, Arkansas in the middle of the night to come pick up trucks, but at the end of the day, I got to do it because I work for Walmart. That's where Walmart's headquarters are. So when you go down to Bennington, Arkansas... I think it's Benton. 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 Do you feel like a racism connoisseur? Yes. (laughs) There's nothing but racist there. (laughs) All right, folks. For the entire Dot Comedy family, for Blue, for Joey, for Jesse, for BJ, Grayson Scott... I Candace am. August. Candace August. Our lovely. Uh, we we went over who everyone would be in the dot comedy family. Uh-huh. I would be the dad. Blue would be the weird uncle that no one talks to at the family reunion. Yeah. I get BJ that. would be the uncle that lives in the basement that talks shit to everybody when they come and get the last scoop of a uh, mac and cheese. Jesse would be the cousin that comes over and tells everybody something stupid and then says something sexual and leaves. And I'm the bouncing baby boy. Joey would be the bouncing baby boy of the family. And Candace would be that one cousin that comes to the family reunion that everyone wants to know who she's related to <laughs> so that we can all go, that ain't really my cousin, and somebody could jump on her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. I was, I was waiting for it to turn go south on that one. <laughs> Oh my goodness, folks! And oh, we we have a special guest. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Keep coming, keep coming. We have a special guest in the building today. She's been bugging me all night. We have DJ Marcus's better half, beautiful, Haley, my beautiful better half, Haley. Say hi to everybody. Hi. I do never know. You guys die. Well, there you go. That's what kids do. Whenever you put a microphone in front of them, they don't want to perform. They're speaking in tongues, I think, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> for the Dot Comedy family, I'm DJ Marcus. We will see you all next week on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Six in the morning, you can hear us start to shout. Seven in the morning, she'll be calling the cab. Eight in the morning, talking about the pussy head. Nine in the morning, and she's just getting home. Talking about the overnight scenario. Scenario. Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at .comedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. .comedy, www.comedy.us.